Hey everybody, welcome to the Getting to Club podcast, where you learn to become and stay a President's Club winner in B2B technology sales. Today we're going to talk about a powerful technique that comes from one of our courses, Rig the Game. Okay, so I'm going to teach you this technique. It's called the Nexus, and it's a competitive deal technique. It is how you message your solution or rather the problem you solve and then the solution in such a way that boxes out your competitors automatically, at least when you get this right. Okay. So this is about educating your buyers and leading with a nexus. And I want to start with a quote from a guy named Jeffrey Moore, who wrote one of the most popular books in technology marketing called crossing the chasm. You may have heard of it before. And in the book, he says, buyer evaluations are often simply rationalizations of pre-established positioning. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Buyer evaluations are often simply rationalizations of pre-established positioning. Okay, what he means by that is when a market starts to mature, buyers simply choose the company or the vendor they want to move with based on how that vendor has already positioned themselves, and then they just rationalize it throughout the sales process. Okay, that's not completely true in like startups and in maturing categories, but there's an element of truth to it. And as a salesperson, you can take that process into your own hands at the beginning of the sales process. Okay, the other thing to keep in mind and why this is so important is this concept of position or be positioned. Okay, position or be positioned. You will always do either one of those things in a sales cycle at least if it's competitive, you will position yourself how you want to be, or you will be positioned either by your buyer or your competitors because you didn't take control of the process. And this nexus technique I'm going to teach you helps you do that in spades. Now, where we start with this is realizing that great sales messages start with insight. Okay. Great sales messages start with insight. And that's exactly what a nexus is. And here's the formal definition of how we at P Club define a nexus. It is this, a polarizing insight that changes the way your buyer thinks and feels about the business problem your product solves. Okay, one more time, a polarizing insight that changes the way your customer thinks and feels about the business problem your problem solves. Okay, there are a few things worth teasing out from that sentence. Number one, it's polarizing. We'll talk about why that's important, right? Many people should emphatically agree with it. And many people, not many, but a pocket of your market should fiercely disagree with it or even be like, maybe even a little offended by it if you're doing it well. And it changes how they think and feel about the business problem in a way that lends itself to your solution being the best choice. So I'm going to give you two examples and then a couple questions you can ask yourself to come up with your own. Number one is HubSpot. And I'm going to take you back uh, about 15 or 16 years to 2007 when HubSpot was really building their category, right? Today, this is commonplace. Back then, it wasn't so much. HubSpot's nexus was outbound interruption marketing is dead. Inbound marketing is the way. Outbound marketing with cold emailing, cold calling interruptive ads. It's marketer centric. That's dead. Buyers won't have it anymore. And today the new way is inbound marketing, permission-based marketing with SEO, blogging, attracting customers rather than interrupting them. 
And that type of marketing is not marketer centric, it's customer centric. Okay. So today that's not exactly a mind blowing insight. 15 or 16 years ago, it was a different way to think. And then they would say, oh, and by the way, HubSpot happens to provide the best software platform to make good on this opportunity of inbound marketing, right? So the Nexus wasn't about HubSpot's tool. It was about changing the way the buyers thought about the problem, which is marketing in a way that eventually leads to HubSpot being the best choice. If they can get them to philosophically agree that inbound marketing is the way and outbound marketing is dead, HubSpot has a lot better chance of winning those deals because all of the other marketing platforms, at least at the time, were well positioned, whether they said this explicitly or not, to help customers with outbound marketing. Okay, so that's one example. Now, here's one more example. This ex example is actually um, the product is a book. Okay, so we're not talking about software right now. The product is a book. And the book I'm talking to or talking about is called The Power of Full Engagement. Okay, the power of full engagement. The marketing of this book had a nexus that cut through the market like a hot knife into butter. Okay, so this book is about personal productivity. It was released probably 20 or 25 years ago. And the entire, actually, first, let me back up. Imagine trying to market a personal productivity book. There are hundreds of them. There's probably thousands. And a lot of them are very well established. And so that's a formidable market to try to tap into. Now, the reason the power of full engagement, among other things, was so successful is they had a nexus that changed the way people think about personal productivity. And this was their nexus. They would say, the key to personal productivity is not time management. It's energy management. It's not scheduling your tasks and time blocking and managing your time, although that's not irrelevant. It's energy management. It's having a heightened degree of energy. It's taking care of yourself. It's sleeping well. It's nutrition. Because if you have a ton of energy and you move through your day with that energy, you will be far more productive than the person who has very little energy but manages their time well. Okay, so that changed how the target audience thinks about the problem of productivity. Time management, the old way is about managing time. Life is a marathon. Downtime is wasted time. And the new way, their way, energy management is about managing energy, not time. Life isn't about a marathon. It's about a series of sprints. And downtime is not wasted time. It's productive time. It's renewal time. So a good nexus like that, right? The one that HubSpot went to market with and the one this, this book went to market with, a good nexus changes the lens through which a person views the wor world, which changes their buying criteria to favor you. This is why this is a competitive deal technique, because if you come up with a nexus that your competitors can't act on, then you are in a position to essentially automatically exclude them from the evaluation if you do this well. So if you do this right, this shifts the buying criteria to be more favorable to you to win. Okay. So here are five attributes of an effective nexus. I'm going to just give you these, and then I'm going to give you a few questions that for the ambitious among us, you can take these questions, you can use them as exercise material, and you can try to come up with your own. Um, I would also encourage you to look into the course, rig the game on the pclub.io website, because it goes into this among 20 other competitive deals, tactics in life-threatening detail. So five attributes of an effective nexus. Number one, it changes how your buyer thinks about the problem. We've talked about that. Number two, it kind of shakes their confidence in a good way, right? It gets them questioning how they've been approaching the problem. 
Number three, it's polarizing. Okay. Gets some people to maybe fiercely disagree with them. Number four, it's a clear binary statement or statement. So HubSpots was a good, good example. They said outbound is dead. Inbound is the new way. They didn't beat around the bush. And number five, believing it makes it more likely they'll buy you instead of your competitors because you make good on the opportunity much better than your competitors can. So here's a quick exercise to wrap up how to come up with your own nexus. Here's a few questions for you to answer and start coming up with the raw material to craft your own. Number one, what conventional wisdom do your buyers automatically accept? That should be questioned. Okay, write that down. What conventional wisdom do your buyers automatically accept? That should be questioned. In the example of the, the book, it is that time management is the ultimate key to productivity. That should be questioned. Number two, what do your buyers believe about their situations that is no longer true? Okay, one of the ones we use here at P Club is that sales skills are not static. The world is always changing. Go-to-market environments are always changing. And so you have to continually update your skills. And number three, what are your buyers doing to solve their problem that's actually counterproductive? Okay, HubSpot was a good, good example of this. They were claiming that outbound marketing is counterproductive, not just not helpful, counterproductive. And then the fourth question, what do your buyers need to believe philosophically to buy into your solution over your competitors? What do they need to believe? What philosophy do they need to get behind? What, what, uh, I hesitate to use this word because it's probably a little bit too quote unquote big of a word, but what ideology do they need to buy into? I'm not talking about like religious ideology or anything like that, but what philosophy when it comes to your problem, do they need to buy into? So I hope this was helpful, right? Do the exercise, check it out against the five attributes. Um, if you're interested in going deep on how to win competitive deal tactics or sorry, how to, <laughs> how to win competitive deals with 20 competitive deal strategies, tactics, and techniques check out our rig the game course. It's probably one of our more valuable, rich courses. All of our courses are, but this one in particularly. So uh, go check that out and I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs>